What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back, you guys, to the Do Your Crap Podcast. Today, we have an incredible guest. We have Erin Claire Jones with us, and the conversation that we're about to have is one you will not want to miss. You guys, Erin uses human design to help thousands of individuals and companies step into their work and their lives as their truest selves and to their highest potential. Y'all, this is what we're all about. Her work as a guide, coach, and speaker has attracted a growing community of over 130,000 people who turn her teachings for practical tools, digestible tips, and deeper self-knowledge so that they can access and live with greater ease and authenticity every single day. By putting this tool to work in her own life, Erin is showing the world a new way of work, a new path towards success, and a new perspective on living as you truly are. Y'all, this one will not disappoint. Grab your notebooks and buckle up. Here's our conversation. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Erin, I am so excited and so honored to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's just start by giving our audience a feel for who you are. What's your story? How did you come into human design? All the fun stuff. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to chat. Um, my name is Erin. I live in upstate New York after living in the city for many years. And I have been working with human design since 2015. And so in terms of my story, you know, I, I graduated college and kind of went straight into the startup world and I worked in a lot of different capacities and like, I really loved it, but also at the same time, I just observed a lot of dysfunction. I was yeah. like, no one seems to know how to work together. Like the ideas are amazing. The people are amazing, but it just felt like there wasn't that much attention to like how to actually kind of best leverage each person. Um, and on the side of that, I was exploring a lot of different personal development modalities, just like, because I've been doing that my whole life, you know, that's basically just for fun and for my own journey. And then in 2015, I had this very serendipitous moment where I was at my friend's home in the Lower East Side and basically sat next to a stranger. And the stranger was like, Aaron, I'd love to look up your human design. I was like, okay, like I've never heard of that, but obviously tell me everything that you see. And he gave me like a little mini reading on the spot. And it was so spot on in a way that no other system I discovered had ever been. And it was like as confronting as it was validating. Like I felt so relieved that somebody was giving me a language for my life experience. And I also felt so called out because I wasn't living any of it. You know, oh he God. ended, he ended the conversation 
conversation by saying, you know, I think that you're meant to do this. And I think that we're actually kind of meant to build a business together around this. And like, I just want to preface that by saying like human design is not predictive. He was not looking at my design and be like, you're supposed to do this. Like he just had a vibe and really felt right. it. Um, and I said, yes, not that night, of course. But I think like, I actually ended up going to LA where he lived it like a few weeks later. And he started to really introduce me to the different layers of human design and how it could be used to kind of support an individual's transformation as well as a partnership or a team. And coming from that team background, I was like, oh my God, this would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up building a business with him for two years that was focused primarily, almost exclusively on bringing human design to teams. And then I walked away from, I mean, I won't go into the story for so long, but I walked away in 2017 and then started my own practice in 2018, focused much more broadly than that, than really on just supporting individuals and also partnerships and families and teams, and really just like on such a mission to make human design super accessible and empowering. And now my husband is my business partner and it's taken on a whole different life of its own. And it's been an amazing, um, very surprising and very kind of exciting journey. So cool. Okay. I am so excited to dig into this because I mean, I was, I'm like you when that guy came up and was like, can I do your human design or whatever? When, when I saw your page and when I was learning all about what this is, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no <laughs> idea what this is, but this is so cool. So what, so cool. what is it? What is human design? Give us a feel. And then we can kind of dig into the different types. Of course. So human design is a system similar to astrology that's based on your time, date, and place of birth. Okay. And the idea is that it really kind of reveals our energetic blueprint. And what I mean by that is how we're each uniquely wired to make decisions, build businesses, collaborate, parent, partner, all the things. Like it honestly gives us each our own roadmap. And I think why I fell in love with human design is that even though it can feel like a little bit cosmic and out there because it comes from the stars, like the information itself is so practical, so grounded, and so specific. So it's not just like, inundating you with all this information you don't know what to do with right. it gives you these tools that you can actually kind of bring into your life the next day so that's what it is and there's a bunch of cool applications of it and kind of teams and partnerships and families like I said as well so cool okay let's dig into the different types then you said there's five right five okay and let's so we think we know your human design. So I'm going to be so curious once I introduce yours, whether or not you resonate that the birth time is approximate, you know, I think the closest we can get the better and usually it remains consistent for a bit, but there's a chance that we have yours wrong. So we're going to get a sense of how you feel once I introduce it. So right. if you'd like to look up your human design, you can go to erinclairjones.com slash look up and it's going to be a crazy looking chart. But what you really want to look at first is your type. And type is just the first piece. There's so much underneath it that really distinguishes us. But understanding your type is so essential because it really speaks to how you're designed to best use your energy and also how you're designed to create like the most aligned opportunities for yourself. So high level, we have manifesting generators, generators, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. Do you want me to start with yours or come to yours later? Let's, let's, I want to go through all the five first and then, okay. and then hear what I am. Cause I kind of want to be like, oh, I think I'm probably this. Oh, so interesting. So we're not going to so tell wrong. you. Okay, great. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know. And it's so true. Like, I think that like, sometimes you hear your design and you're like, duh. Like, and other right. times you hear your design, you're like, I've been trying to be everything but that, you know, like <laughs> that was my experience. I was like, am I really allowed to be that way? Because that sounds way more fun and aligned for me. So, okay. Manifesting generators and generators are going to be the first ones. These are two separate yet very similar types. We'll talk about them collectively and then separately. So okay. manifesting generators and generators are like the doers, like the builders, the creators, the ones that really have the energy and the life force to make it happen. An ideal day for them is likely one where they wake up energized and excited. They kind of use up their energy throughout the days in 
throughout the day in ways that feel deeply satisfying, whether it's what they're working on or who they're spending time with. And they drop into bed, like exhausted and fulfilled and wake up energized again. They're like the more lit up and satisfied and excited they are by what they're doing, the more energy they'll have. Um, and one of their biggest lessons is boundaries because people can really sense their capacity. You know, they really have to have the courage to say no and trust that like the more excited they are, like the more of an impact they'll have and, and saying yeah. yes to what they desire is not selfish, but the best thing they can do manifesting generators specifically are often quite multi-passionate. They tend to like having their energy in a bunch of different things, kind of pivoting in between different things. Their careers can look very non-linear. It's not about choosing a career and sticking with it, but like honoring when their energy wants to kind of flow and move in between different things. Um, and generators kind of bring this more like mastery, steadfast, kind of committed energy. But I would say in general, they're both like these amazing doers and builders and creators and just trusting that the more lit up you are, the more impact you have. And both for both of them, their strategy in human design is called magnetism, basically waiting for things to come to them and waiting for things to kind of spark a gut response in them before they go after something. So they're not here to just like initiate ideas out of thin air. It's like just seeing what shows up in their world. Once they get lit up and sparked, then they can kind of go make that thing happen so powerfully. Yeah. Before we move on, is that clear? Uh, yeah. And that might not be mine, but I'm like, holy freak, I can identify to all of that. And maybe that is me. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm going to try to hold my time here, but I think okay. that, you know, and this is the two of these are the majority. And again, there's so much that kind of distinguishes, but whether or not you are a generator or manifesting generator, it's very likely that you've been conditioned into trying to operate like one. Oh, I am not okay. one. And I spent my entire life trying to be one, you know, but okay. like, I love my partner as a generator. Like I, it's such a powerful energy to be around. Like when these people are like lit up and excited about what they're doing, like you just can't help but want to be like so close to them right. because their excitement just ripples out. So it's such an amazing, inspiring, kind of just like vibrant type, these two. Um, okay. Then we've got projectors. I'm a projector. So I know this one deeply projectors are really here to be leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, not here to do all the doing, you know? And so projectors gift is so much in being innately sensitive to other people and knowing how to ask the right questions. They might find that their energy very naturally ebbs and flows. They're often not going to thrive if they try to be a consistent doer all day long. It's more like working in bursts and spurts. Um, and projectors tend to love systems. They love anything like human design that kind of helps them better understand people and how they work because so much, I feel like you're going to resonate with all of them. I know, I feel, I'm like sitting here oh. going, oh crap, maybe that's me. <laughs> um, I feel like oh, there's, I feel, and there's so much, you know, projectors, our awareness is so much around the other and how to kind of best support and guide the other. They tend to make really natural guides, managers, therapists, CEOs, coaches. Um, and our strategy as projectors is waiting to be recognized and invited in, you mm -hmm. know? So in terms of who we're like collaborating with and working with, who we're dating, it's so important to feel deeply seen, deeply recognized, deeply valued, because you can imagine if you're a projector and brought into an opportunity and expected to operate like a manifesting generator, it's probably not going to go very well. But yeah. if you're like really kind of valued for your perspective or how you see things, it can really flow. So I would just encourage these people to reflect on where in their life they feel the most seen and invest more energy there. Um, and I'll say one big lesson for me is as a projector is when I first discovered this, I was like, this feels like a little bit disempowering. Like how do I build a business waiting for an invitation? And I learned that so much of our job as a projector is to make ourselves visible. It's to kind of just share who we are and what we are with the world on Instagram, in newsletters, with your community, like with your family, and just like let yourself be seen so the right people can kind of, can kind of resonate with you and bring you in. Love it. Okay. Then we've got manifestors. 
manifestors are really here to be the initiators and the innovators, the ones that are often here to kind of get an idea off the ground. And they often have so much powerful energy at the beginning. They're also not here to do all the doing themselves. It's often like getting a thing started and like handing it off and freeing their energy for the next idea to arise. Their energy will likely also operate in spurts where they will have a burst of energy where they can make a lot happen very quickly, whether that is over the course of a couple hours, a couple of days or a week. And they need to kind of pull back, rest and reset and like wait for the next idea and inspiration to emerge. Manifestors tend to value freedom, autonomy, and control. They are not here to be told what to do or manage or guided in any way, here to do things on their own terms and in their own way. They can often struggle. Do you feel this one? Oh, yeah. Okay, Okay, great. Um, So they can often struggle a little bit just being told what to do. Like, I feel like these one manifestors tend to in a like more traditional work environment can be a bit more challenging. Like I think that they often thrive working for themselves or if they're working for a company and just given freedom, you know, it's like, this is my domain. I'm going to like be in charge and just like, let you know how it goes. Um, Manifestors are very naturally innovative and very naturally disruptive. And so kind of being in a position where they feel able to do just that. I think a lot of manifestors that I've worked with haven't really felt permission to be as powerful as they are, you know? And so, so much of working with them is around kind of reminding them how powerful they are. And often like they are the first and see things before others do. And so much of their work is having the courage to step into that. And also knowing that like, they're not here to be liked by everyone because none of us are. And so they're here to kind of be very bold and courageous so that they push away all the wrong people and kind of pull in all the right ones. Their strategy is about initiating. They are not here to wait. When they get an urge or inspiration to create something, they're here to just make it happen, whether or not they've received any confirmation from the outside world. And the second part of their strategy is about informing, which basically means just keeping people in the loop. If they go about and do things and don't let anyone know, people can be very resistant. Whereas if they're just like, hey, I'm like shifting my offering, I'm coming home late, I'm going on the spontaneous trip, like the people around them tend to feel so much more ease. Okay. Clear? Love it. Yes. Okay. So the very last type is a reflector. Reflectors are our rarest type and they are, and so the percentages are basically kind of like 70% collectively are generators and manifesting generators, about 20% projectors, about eight to 9% manifestors, about 1% reflectors. Um, And this again, in no way means that like, if you're a generator that you're not unique, this is just the first distinction. Like we need all that creative doing energy to kind of like live in the world that we do. So again, just kind of the first layer. So reflectors are here to be kind of our collective mirrors. These are people that are deeply sensitive to their physical space and they often take in and magnify the energy that they're around. And so you often get a good sense of how a team is doing or company or community just by how that reflector is showing up. And so I always remind this type, especially to just be such a ruthless curator of the people they're spending time with and the places they're spending time with and spending time in because they're gonna take in so much of that energy. The magic of reflectors is in their fluidity meaning that they might have some periods in the month where they feel like a manifester and then like a manifesting generator and then like a projector and then like a generator. And so like their job is not to be consistent in the way that they show up or even to express themselves in just one way, but basically to kind of honor whatever feels like them that day. And we call reflectors evaluators in the context of business because they really just see and sense things that so many people don't, you know, so kind of to be in a place where their perspective feels so treasured, so recognized and so invited in. And the last piece that I would share is that as important as it is to kind of be in spaces that uplift them, it is equally important to kind of pull away and have lots of time alone because they are so naturally kind of magnifying the energy that they're around. So to kind of have space and time to just disentangle themselves from everything that's not theirs and reconnect to what is. I love it. Okay. So what are you feeling most given that you resonate with all of them? 
I don't want to say because I'm probably going to be wrong. That's okay if you're wrong. I feel like it's so interesting because I feel like in certain seasons of my life, I've like really been a lot of them, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And so like what I am right now, I really, really resonated probably most with the manifesting generator. Okay. Most. But then when you were doing projector, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can totally see that. And then even when you were doing manifester and even reflector, I'm like, holy crap. So I have no idea what I actually am. So you are a manifester. Okay. Okay. So just to remind you, and I'd be so curious because, you know, manifestors, like remember, like they really are here to like feel free, autonomous and control often so much energy at the beginning in terms of resonating with the manifesting generator piece, like it's so natural for you to like do multiple things as at once as well. But for you, it's like not always about like doing all the like sustaining and doing it's more like getting the thing off the ground and then handing it off um, and working in spurts, you know? And so not trying to like consistently do all day long. That is me a hundred percent. Yeah. Like when you said that, I'm like, oh, that is totally me. Like I have like a few hours when I'm like totally dialed in so much energy on fire. And then I'm like, I don't want to talk to any humans. Don't, don't totally. want to show up on social media. Don't want to engage with anyone. I just want to like be with my little family. That's it. I totally resonated with that. Yeah. And it's so important to honor that because I think it's often in those like restful ebbing of your energy times that like the next idea will come through. Yeah. And so instead of just being like, I'm just going to like keep pushing, keep making it happen. It's like, I'm going to just honor the inconsistency and know that I can make happen, make a lot happen very quickly and then need to rest. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm really curious to hear from you is that manifestors are the only type that are here to initiate every other type is meant to kind of wait in some way whether it's waiting for a response waiting for an invitation waiting for like recognition in some way so like for you and your design I mean there's actually a little bit of waiting which is a separate piece like you're meant to like feel an urge arise within you you're actually meant to sleep on it to see if the urge is still there the next day if the urge is still there then you're meant to make it happen so do you feel like you trust yourself enough to initiate and be the first or do you feel like you're generally waiting for things to come to you hundred percent. I am like to a fault. If I start to, and I talk, my listeners will know this. I talk about heart tugs all the time. Like when you feel the tug, I can't like quiet it. I I'm it's like, there. okay, it's there. And as it continues to be there, I'm like, I have to take action on this. I have to move towards this. And that's how I've like done my whole life, like, and kind of navigated certain things. So I love that that's a part of it. Cause hundred percent. I'm just like, all right, I feel it. Let's go. Like we'll figure it out. Yes. And it's just like, and again, it's like, you might not know why or where it's going to take you or yes. what like step three is, but it's just like, I have the urge to make this happen. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And so I love that you're doing that because so many manifestos I've worked with have been like, just kind of been trained to be like more passive and they're just yeah. kind of like waiting for things to come and it's just not feeling good. Whereas like for you, when you feel that like tug, I love that languaging. It's just like, okay, go make it happen. Like you need yeah. no confirmation, no permission, because like you're often here to kind of see things before others do and just like trust that your urge will always take you in the right direction. I love it. This is so cool. Like this makes me want to, I, I have a team of like hundreds of women. This makes me want to send, how do, how do I do this? I send them to your site, have them look up they're mm -hmm. whatever they are. It says Design. their type once yeah. they put in their date time. Okay. Yeah. And then, cause this is going to be so interesting. I mean, honestly, my favorite, I mean, it's hard to say my favorite because I'm kind of obsessed with all the applications, but like one of the most powerful applications of human design is with teams. It's like yeah. how I got into it because I think that especially in like kind of startup world and all the things, like, I think just really 
understanding how each person operates and knowing how to kind of communicate and support them. Because mm-hmm. you can imagine if you like are managing a manifester, which I've done before, and you're trying to tell them what to do, it's not going to go well. Right. You know, whereas if you're going to like give them a lot of freedom, say you're managing a projector, it's like, you know, making them feel so recognized, so seen, so invited in, like honoring the ebbs and flows. Like there's just so many very tactical tools that you can use to just like kind of function better. So yes, I would recommend absolutely looking at their design and I can give you some opportunities to kind of get, get a window into their design because the chart itself is not very intuitive. You look okay. at the chart and you're like, what in the world does that mean? Okay. So it's good to have somebody translate. So once you, once you know the type, yeah. is there like on your site, is there like an explanation of like what it's like to work with them or what they something like that. Okay. There is not that on our site. Basically what we do one is on my Instagram. I have a lot of stuff like that. If you look up your type, you can just like literally go through all the posts and you're like, I'm a projector. What does it mean for my, me and work and for in parenting? Um, I offer something called the blueprint, which is basically like, I kind of hand craft like a 55 plus page book to your oh, wow. unique design. Awesome. And so it can sound overwhelming, but it's honestly just like your resource manual for life. You know? right. So that's often where I recommend people getting started because like, it's just like, it, it is about outlining all the aspects of their design in the most kind of practical and empowering way. So type is one piece. And then there's a bajillion other pieces that are super useful. Okay. So what else, like what else is there within, so there's type. And then I noticed that you mentioned the strategy within each one. So yep. what else is there? So there's something called inner authority. And that speaks to how we best make decisions. And so to just kind of give you a taste. So, and I referenced this briefly when I was sharing about your design is that like, you're actually, even though you're meant to follow the urges that arise within you, you aren't meant to be super spontaneous and impulsive. Many people are meant to be that you're actually meant to sleep on things and not to like postpone things indefinitely, but like you've got this kind of like intense emotionality in your design. I do too, which is like highs and lows. And it's just so natural, Uh but actually for you, the recommendation is to not make a decision on an emotional high or an emotional low, but wait for this kind of cool, calm, clear knowing. And so I would say it's good to kind of give yourself some space in between an urge and kind of when you actually act on that urge. How does that feel to you? Yeah, that's perfect. Because I feel like even like looking back at different pivots and things in my life, that's the natural. I like feel it. And then I sit with it and then I see if it's still there. And then I like move on it. And it's like, perfect. Just like go not like, okay, well let's plan and let's map it out and let's figure out. I'm just like, all right, we're doing this. It's time. hundred percent. And you're not not really here to be super strategic, you know? And so it's just like this, some people are meant to be a bit more strategic. None of us like overwhelmingly so, but you're definitely not. You're like meant to be a lot more in the flow there, but just to give people context, like some people are meant to make decisions actually very spontaneously kind of in their gut feeling and their intuition. Some people are meant to talk things out. Some people are kind of meant to see what they actually like are motivated to make happen, what they desire to make happen. So you can start to see that it's such a cool tool to not only give yourself permission, but to also understand how people around you operate really differently. Like you might be kind of working with somebody who's super spontaneous. So like they don't actually need to wait at all. Okay. So that's decision-making. Go ahead. I was just going to say like, this is, I, I just love this so much. This makes so fun. I literally, as you were talking about this, I can like think of some of my team members and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is probably why they operate like this. This is probably why they do this. It's like, so cool. So it's so funny. Like we I always talk it. about human design, kind of the tagline is like, oh, that's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, I understand why, you know, that's it. But I think exactly. that, I think that we often get tripped up in teams and in romantic partnership and just like in parenting when we are expecting others to operate like us or be more similar 
or be more similar to us or just like be different than what they are. And I think human design just gives us a map to each person in a way that really allows us to kind of honor their uniqueness. And I think in reminding us of how different we are, we're actually brought so much closer together because it's not like, why don't you do it like me? It's like, oh, you do it differently. And that's amazing. How can I like really best understand how to support that? Yes. And just, and just shifting your expectations to appreciating why they are the way they are. Totally. That changes everything everything you know it's so and then building teams is so fun because you're set to see like everybody plays a really necessary and different role and so it's so good to kind of bring a diversity of types together um okay so some other areas of design that are really interested of human design that are interesting to look and do there are basically some areas in our design that we are very sensitive and where we can get the most taken off track like these are kind of where we have the biggest lessons to learn they are called our open centers and they're kind of these white shapes in your design so i'm just going to give you an example of yours to give people a taste are you open to that yeah okay (laughs) um and you might be like not a problem i'm in the wisdom i'm good or you might be like I see that come up. So, um, you know, as I talked about, your energy can ebb and flow a little bit. And so one of the biggest potential shadows, it doesn't mean you're living in it, is an overworking and overzealousness. It's like not knowing when to stop. It's just like, I'm going to keep going and going and going and just like not having a clear boundary. And so the the shadow for you is like overzealousness, overextending, burning yourself out. It's like pushing yourself beyond your capacity and not honoring your body's need for rest. And the the wisdom for you is around knowing that like you're here to initiate and not always just to do. And like your energy operates best in spurts. And the more you take rest and space when you need it, the more clear you'll become on the next idea to initiate. So if I was to lay out a spectrum of overzealousness to kind of just like relax and trust in your process, where do you feel like you fall in that? I feel like I've been through seasons of that over the years. So I feel like that's my natural. My natural is like, go, 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 do, do, do like serve, serve, serve all the things. And I've learned how to honor my emotions and honor my boundaries. And like, Mm. I'm actually in this huge season right now of shifting some things that felt really scary, but I felt so pulled towards. And it's all about this, like realigning, really honoring those boundaries and what means the most to me right now. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is, yeah, so spot on. Do you notice the difference when you kind of allow yourself to work in spurts versus when you try to just like be creative and productive consistently? Oh yeah. I'm so much more effective when it's in spurts. So yeah. for me, when I was, I have five kids. So I'm, wow. actually, yeah, right? I'm so excited. <laughs> you have to look at their designs. Oh my God. You must. I'm, I'm so excited to do this with my kids. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to totally help me just mother them better. Absolutely. Um, So aside from that, when I was building my business, it was all like in the cracks of motherhood. It was all alongside things. So it was sporadically all throughout the day, like figuring Mm. out intentional pockets. And then when I, after I had my third child and he was very high energy, very just needed me, I'm like, this is not, this is not working anymore. So that's when I started to get a nanny helper that would come for a few hours a day And that's when I learned, holy crap, I am so much more effective and so much more efficient when I just have like a couple hours to blast through all of my things and then be totally done. And that felt so much better energetically. And I was fighting that for so long because I wanted to do all the things I wanted to be mom full-time. I wanted to be business owner. I want, I could handle it all. I could do it all. This is my overzealous part. Totally. And then when I finally just like honored, I need help in some department, 
this is what I'm going to start with. And it felt so right. And it felt so good. Mm. I was like, okay, this is where I need to go. And I had to battle that, like that identity that I was, I was the stay at home mom. This is my calling. This is what I'm here for. I have five children. Well, I didn't have five at the time. I had three, but like, you don't need help. You don't like, this is, and I had to battle that and then be like, no, that's not serving Mm -hmm. me. This is what feels best. This is what's working for our family. This is what I need to align myself with. And it has been incredible. Like it's like the perfect flow of everything. So, all right, we're taking a quick time out. I got to tell you about this as a mom who is busy and healthy living is important to us. When I started my gut health journey, I really got excited about making swaps within our home, just swapping out some of the kids' snacks and swapping out some of the things that were our norm that weren't super healthy, but the kids still enjoyed, or we still enjoyed. I'm like, can we get a healthier version of this? Can we make healthy eating even more convenient? And thankfully, as I was on that path to figuring that all out, I saw something about thrive market online. Now you've probably heard about this. Maybe I live under a rock, but it was like heaven sent when I found this. And I want to make sure that you know about it. If you don't already, because it has been a game changer for mom life and healthy living. I have some of my key staples on auto ship. So they come on a monthly basis. I don't have to think twice about it. Lots of the kids snacks, lots of the frozen, like the frozen food staples that you just kind of forget about getting at the grocery store. And literally it's made everything just flow so much more smoothly. So I have a code for you that you can save 40% off your entire first order. Okay. Now let me give you a little coaching. I swapped out so many things, sauces, snacks, some of those staples that I was talking about, like condiments just for healthier versions or gluten-free versions of certain things or whatever. So my advice to you is you get 40% off one time. So don't use this code just when you're getting a couple things. Like if you really want to see what thrive is all about, use this code where, when you can get the most bang for your buck off of that 40% code, because when I did my first order, I just got a few things and then I'm like, oh man, I totally did that wrong. And then I went back in and ordered a huge order on my second time. And I'm like, well, that was silly. So just my two cents, because I wish I had done it differently. (laughs) Don't make my mistake. So if you want to take advantage of this, the prices are affordable. They're very, very, very comparable to what you'll find at Costco or things at grocery stores or whatever. And oftentimes I find that they're even cheaper on Thrive Market, which makes it even cooler. So if you want to take advantage of this and you want to make healthy eating even more convenient for your family, Go to micafolsomfit.com slash thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, and that will get you access to the 40% off of your first order. All right, go snag it. Happy shopping. Let's get back to the show. I love it. It also feels like being a mom forced you to kind of just like learn how to honor that where you're just like, I don't even have the space to do the do. So I like must do the burst. 
And, yes. and I love that you mentioned the application of parenting because that is arguably the most powerful application of human design. Because I think that often what happens is that we live our design quite purely when we're young and then we get conditioned out of it because we try to be a thing yeah. that we're not. And then we kind of return totally. to it. We're like, oh my God, yeah, that's me. But like yeah. when you integrate it into your parenting, you're giving them permission to be who they are from day one. I love it. I know. And it's so, so cool because my children are so different. Like yeah. all of them, you would think like all the same genes, you would like have some similarities. Of course they have some similarities, but it is like, they are so unique. So I'm super, super excited to do this and see and identify like yeah. this with all and of them. And it's often probably not going to tell you anything new. It's just going to give you a language to really understand how different they are. Like yeah. This is like just giving me a framework to really understand it. Yeah. Um, so another big lesson for you is around basically your motivation can ebb and flow. Like you might have a day where you're like, I'm the best, best mom, best business owner. Like I am just really great. And the next day you're like, but am I really? And like, it's just like very natural for it to ebb and flow. And I think one of your biggest lessons in your design is that you've got nothing to prove. And the minute you are showing up in your business or as a parent, because you're trying to prove your worth or prove your value the minute it's the wrong thing for you, you know? And so just kind of really noticing and being aware of that and reminding yourself that like proving is never meant to be the motivator. I love that so much. That's perfect. Um, do you want me to tell you about a couple other aspects of your design? Sure. And I can frame them in terms of just like what the aspects are in general. So people understand. Yeah. Totally. Um, so there's an aspect of our design called profile. And it speaks to kind of how we're uniquely wired to kind of best manifest our purpose. Mm -hmm. And there are 12 different possibilities and you are what we call a three, six. And so what it means for you is that one, there's a very kind of trial and error nature to your design. Like you learn by doing, you're here to bump into things, make mistakes, fail, learn from your mistakes, learn from your failures, oh. do better next time. And like, you kind of have to discover all the things that don't work on your way to discovering what actually does work. And so one of my biggest reminders for you is to never make yourself wrong for like not doing something perfectly the first time, but like, know it is by doing that you'll actually kind of learn what doesn't work and kind of like allow that to fuel your growth. So definitely never kind of waiting for things to be aligned perfectly before you jump in. Love that feel so that? much. Yes, totally. And then there's another cool part of your profile, which is around the fact that you're like a very natural role model and teacher. Like you kind of carry this natural authority that people really probably trust and look up to. And one of your gifts is like pulling back and just like offering a higher view. And you have this like interesting tug in your design where part of you wants to be like on the ground experimenting and messing everything up. And another part of you just wants to like step back and like witness it all happen, you know, and like they're both parts of you. But I think what's actually most essential about this teacher piece is that they're kind of meant to be three phases in your life where the first 30 years of your life was meant to be a time of like extraordinary trial and error, just like experimenting, not really time to like figure anything out, but just to kind of like poke and try as many things as you can. Experimentation will be with you throughout your life, but kind of 30 to 50 is more around just being a little bit smarter about what's worth experimenting on, just having more perspective, like embodying the wisdom and the lessons learned in such a deeper and deeper way. And you're actually meant to hit your prime when you turn 50. And it doesn't mean that, I know, it doesn't mean that there's anything to wait for. It just means that it's meant to keep getting better. And you just become such a kind of embodiment of authenticity that you just inspire people to be themselves by just like living your own authenticity so fully. This is the best ever. Like, this, <laughs> this is so cool. Like my cheeks hurt from smiling. Oh, this is so neat. Like just to hear and to it. I'm like, this is so accurate. Like this is maybe they Crazy, all, right? maybe, maybe whatever you said, I would feel that way. But like, this is so, so on point.
I know it's so, it's so, so specific, you know, I think that like, I, I find that the most skeptical people are often the ones that resonate with the most, resonate with it the most, They're like, what, how, you know, right? but you're right. Like there's so much that we can resonate with. And I think that I work with a lot of skeptics and a lot of teams. And I think that my reminder for people is that like, I'm never trying to convince them of anything. And like, to me, what's actually more important is not like whether it's true, but like whether it's useful, you know? Yeah. And so I just kind of like, we have to like detach from just like, it has to be true, like whatever, you know, it can be, it, it offers a cool, us a cool framework, but I have worked with like many, many thousands of people and the accuracy has been insane, you know? So it's really wild to kind of see how it resonates with people. Even when I sit with friends, I'll look at their design. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like them. And then I'll share with them. They're like, oh my God. But they like, oh. it they fight it, you know, they resist yeah. it. And also they just have an experience of life that I'm not witnessing, you know? Right. Um, there's another really cool piece of your design called our channels and they're kind of speak to just like our natural strengths and you have a bunch of them. So I'm not going to go into them all, but one of them, which is actually quite unconscious within you. I love this one. It basically is called the strength of moodiness, which is like, obviously not a great name, <laughs> but it just means that it's like very natural for you to have like emotional highs and lows and not always know why. And one of my biggest reminders for you is to do things when you're in the mood, like when you're in the mood to like record a podcast or like play with your kids or whatever, like it's magical. And you can kind of be like the most like charismatic, charming person around. If you're not in the mood, it's really felt by the people around you. And so I know that it's probably not always feasible to honor that, but I think wherever you can to kind of honor where you're at emotionally, the better, because like you've actually got such an impactful kind of moving energy. Like you really can move the people around you, but when you're in the mood, it's going to be just like on a whole different level. I love this so much. And this is so like within my business, I quote unquote have to share on social media if I was not building a business on social media, I would be the hermit never on ever. So it is <laughs> me been, too. Right. So yeah. it has been very interesting because I felt like this is something I, I have to do, but I've never been one to be like, okay, I'm going to plan it out. This is how I'm going to do it. This is when I'm going to do it. I've always been like, okay, when I feel it, I'm going to share whatever I have on my heart when I feel it. And so that's just interesting I because that's always how I've operated. And I have I'm so grateful, never, ever felt an ounce of burnout or just stress or friction, or I've, I've found so much joy in building my business. And I feel like that's very not normal. And this is probably why I have been very in tune with like when I'm doing certain things, when I'm, you know, I'm present where I'm present and I'm fully where I'm fully. And that probably speaks to that just finding joy because you're just aligned with your energy and what you yeah. need to be doing. It's such a good reminder too, of like you not experiencing burnout because you're just like honoring exactly where you are, you yeah. know, and like, and it's not forcing it, you know, and I think it's often in those moments of forcing that it will just become so much harder to actually make the things happen. Totally. I and when that. you're in the, yeah. And like when you're in the mood and inspired, like, obviously that will be felt by other people. Yes. Um, Another one of your strengths is, is around curiosity and it's just been like an endless well of ideas and you probably have like way more ideas than you'll ever be able to manifest or actualize. Um, so it's just like knowing that sometimes your ideas are just here to inspire other people. But I would say, especially as a manifester with this, like just again, knowing that like your gift is at the beginning. And so making sure that you have the right support around you, it sounds like you do where like you can be in a really kind of like initiating innovative space and responsibility and kind of like allow yourself to kind of delegate and hand off things once yeah. your kind of energy dwindles for them. I love it. <laughs> this is so neat. I, I do have an incredible team that helps me 
put a lot of things in play. So I don't have yeah. to, like, I can think of it and then they can like put it into play. So that's. Which is beautiful. Yeah. And again, like that's why human design is so useful. It's helping us just kind of build the right support around us. Yeah. Um, there are a bajillion other pieces that I can share, but I want to hand it back over to you in case there are other, any other questions or things you're curious about. This is just so cool. So for the listener, that's like, okay, I'm going to go find out what I am. Yep. Is, do you like work with clients? Do you do like, what do you do to kind of help people dig into this stuff even more? Yep. So definitely the first thing I would recommend is the blueprint, which is basically just like the 55 plus page written guide to your design. It goes through all the pieces we talked about your profile, your channels, your open centers, your defi- all the things. Um, and I'm happy to create a discount code for your audience. If you'd like, yeah. do, you have a, do you have a word that you like to use? Um, well, we could just do, do your crap. Cause that's what the podcast is called. Do your crap. Discount code is do your crap. Um, and so that I definitely recommend as a way to start. And it's really great for you, but also like a partner kid, like really kind of helping you understand everyone around you, your team. Um, I do offer individual sessions, partnership sessions and family sessions and team sessions. And then I also offer a monthly workshop called flow. And so the discount code will apply to that as well. And that really is just an exploration of how to use your design to move out of resistance and into flow in your life. And then I'm offering a training next year. I love it. Okay. You guys, if you feel like you need more Aaron in your life, if you feel like you need to dig deeper into this stuff, go find her website. Remind us again. Is it just your name? Aaron, Aaron Claire Jones.com. And also I share a lot on Instagram, Aaron Claire Jones, same, same. And tag her, you guys, I, my, we have the best listeners ever. And they always <laughs> share their snippets of what oh. resonated. And it means the world to me because sometimes you get off a, a show and you're like, did I even say anything that would be valuable? And then you hear their takeaways and mm. you get their messages of like, this spoke to me. That's exactly what I need to hear in this moment. And you're like, oh my gosh, yes. And it just fills my soul. So if you resonated with any of this today and you found value in this, share it with us on Instagram. Reminder, she's at Erin Claire Jones. I'm at Micah Folsom Fit. Share what resonated, share it with your friends. You guys, if you're part of a team, This is something that I've learned over the years is people are (laughs) so unique and it's not one size fits all. You can't lead a group of people in the same way and expect them to respond in the same way, right? Because we're all so unique. So this is the type of stuff that really helps you as a leader and as a team member identify, okay, this is why certain things are going on. This is how I can, I can relate to this person. This is how I can build a stronger relationship because you're going to understand these people on such a deeper level. So I just love this, Aaron. I love this so much. And I'm so excited to dig deeper into all of this. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It really is so fun. I just think it's so fun to understand ourselves and other people. And I think it, like more than anything else, it just gives us a lot of permission. Yeah. You know, like I said at the beginning, I think we spend a lot of our lives trying to be everything that we're not. Like we take a, somebody's course, we're like, we've got to market like them. We've got to do it like yeah. them. And I think like human design really returns us to like, a way of operating that will not only probably lead to a lot more success and like satisfaction in our lives, but we'll just feel better and like, just feel more sustainable. So it's so needed. And it was such a pleasure to share with you. You're the best. And this is so aligned. I just actually built a course and it's, um, it's called ignite your life. It's for network marketers who want to scale their business with more purpose, harmony, and flow. And I'm like, this is everything. This is everything. It's just the universe is so freaking rad. Like just how everything comes into your life and when it does and how it aligns, it's just so cool. So always at the right time. It really is. Thank you so much for pouring into us and for taking time to teach us all this stuff. I hope our listeners take advantage of the discount code reminder. It's do your crap, obviously. So go snag it, dig into this stuff. And you guys will see you back here next week. Bye. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your crap.